Good morning. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Coming to you on another day that the Lord has made, I shall rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God for this day. We thank God for this beautiful sunshine. And, and uh, after a night full of storms and rain, we know the God who is able to command the winds and the waves and speak to the storms in our lives. We thank you for joining us today. Today is the 10th day of October, uh, year 2021. This is Lesson 6. Our key verse is coming from the, the subject of the title of this lesson is Ball of Confusion. Key verse is found in Psalms 9, uh, verse 8, King James Version reads, He shall judge the world in righteousness. He shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. Amen. And, and the other, the uh, NIV version of that says, He rules the world in righteousness and judge the people with iniquity. Amen, somebody. This lesson, A Ball of Confusion, is um, the context of the lesson is Psalms 9 and 10 are treated as a single song in the Septuagint, the Greek version of the Old Testament. It is likely that Psalms 9 and 10 were verses originally of a single acrostic poem. And with every other line starting with a successive letter of the Hebrew alphabet, the Septuagint number Psalms 10 as a part of Psalms 9. The separation results in a numbering uh, mismatch between the Septuagint and other texts following Psalm 9. When Psalm 9 and Psalm 10 are put together, they answer the collective complaint shared by many believers when God seems silent or disengaged as evil people persecute the helpless. Instruction, according to the Muthlabeth, seems to be directed to the leader that it is to be sung to the tune of a song known in that day, Death of the Son or Die for the Son. This title may in indicate a mournful mood for public reading or singing of the Psalms. A military victory was important in Israel as it was represented God's vindication against Israel's enemies and confirmed the justice of his cause. While it is true that some injustices are not revolved fully in the truth, that some injustices are not revolved fully in this life, the psalm, psalmist expressed a faith that God is always active, fighting for those who are oppressed. The role of the avenger of blood is one, uh, one that the law of Moses gives to a clansman, redeemer, a kinsman, redeemer a family member of a wrong party who will bring about justice. David pictures himself in the role of avenging blood on behalf of his brothers and sisters in his nation. A ball of confusion. Amen. Let's look at the text, and uh, starting at Psalms 9, 1 through 4, and we'll read, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth my thy marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in thee. I will sing praises to thy name, O thou most high. When my enemies are turned back, they shall fall and perish at thy presence. For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou hast set us in the throne rightly judging, judging right. Amen. I will praise the Lord. I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth thy marvelous works. Uh, 
this is this is that that sense of giving God his just due for all the marvelous works that he has done, uh, recognizing who he is and giving God the praise, the adoration and the glory that he deserves. Because this this does not state that we live a life uh, free from turmoil or free from uh, tribulation. Because going through the tribulation, we must know, and when our enemies come up against us like a flood, we understand it was God that turned, or the situation that it looked like a hopeless situation in your life, but God intervened and on, on our behalf, and he, vind, he, he vindicated us from our enemies. He, he said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, and I shall repay so uh, when we are encompassed about with problems and situations, uh, you know, before, while, you, while the battle is raging, before the battle has been fought and the victory has been won, we can praise God and give him his praise in the midst of the situation, in the midst of the battle. Uh, when persecution comes up against us, we ought to give God that praise and faith believing that God is able to, to vindicate us and to bring us forth. The, uh, the psalmist wrote, I will praise thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will show forth all thy marvelous works, all that he has already done, those marvelous works. I will be glad and I will rejoice in thee. I will sing praises to thy name, O thou most high. Amen, somebody. King James verse, the fifth verse says, Thou hast rebuked the heathen, thou hast destroyed the wicked, thou hast put out their name forever and ever. Amen. When you can look back on your life and see how far God has brought you and see uh, uh, the valleys and the mountains in your life where God has delivered you from and how he has brought you through, uh, once, once again, you can rejoice and be glad <clears throat> because you look back at the victories that he has already wrought in your life. You look back at the, the deliverance that God has already wrought in your life. So that which you are facing, you are confident in the hope that God is able to bring you through. Makes no difference uh, what giants stand in your life. When David fought, uh, faced Goliath, uh, this, this eight foot, nine foot tall giant of a man, and he, here he is, is a little lad with five smooth stones, uh, not only knowing that he only needed one, but five just in case his brothers came up and tried to join the battle. Uh, but, but here this lad was, and he remembered how he had defeated the lion and the bear. He remembered how God had brought him through previous attacks, which gave David the confidence to face Goliath. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that would come up against and speak these evil things to God's people? This lad, David, jumped up and he was quick. <clears throat> and, the, and, the, and the king, Saul, excuse me, offered him his, 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 his uh, battle uh, uh, gear, uh, his shield and sword. But they were too big for David. David tried them and he said, I, I, I have not proven these yet. These are not, they were not fit for me. So uh, here he goes out just with five smooth stones and a sling. And in and, 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 and the power and the might of the Lord Jesus, he was able to defeat the uh, Goliath. So uh, it says, 
thou hast destroyed the wicked. Thou hast put out their name forever and ever. Six says, O thy enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed cities. Their memorial is perished with them. <clears throat> Hallelujah. The enemy is, uh, enemy, O thou enemy, destructions are come to a perpetual end, and thou hast destroyed the cities, and their memorials is perished with them. The enemy's plight, the enemy's attack against you uh, is short-lived. It will come to an end, and all the destructions that they have wrought upon you uh, shall come and meet a perpetual end. Thou hast destroyed cities, and their memorials is perished with them. Seven says, but the Lord shall endure forever. He hath prepared his throne for our judgment. Our God sits most high, sits in the throne. His throne room is heaven, his footstool is earth. And, and he is an everlasting, his, he, he shall endure forever. Uh, when the enemy comes up against us like a flood, uh, hallelujah, it's only so much that he can do. But when we can rest in the fact that if God be for us, he's more than the world against us. So no matter what the enemy and the world throws your way, just trust and believe. Uh, weeping may endure for a night, but joy shall come in the morning. Uh, there's only so much that your enemies can do. And God is a he shall endure forever. And he has prepared his throne for judgment. Uh, when he looks down and he sees the the iniquity, and he sees the uh, abuse of our enemies against us. Uh, we can take uh, thought and we can take comfort in knowing that God is taking record. He is keeping record, and his throne has become his judgment seat, and they shall uh, meet that judgment at that judgment seat. Eight says, and he shall judge the world in righteousness and shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. <clears throat> he shall judge the world in righteousness. He will be a right judge. He'll be a fair and a consistent judge. He shall judge the world in righteousness and he shall minister judgment to the people in uprightness. Amen. When uh, uh, unjust judges rule here on earth, we can take, hey, take thought and, and we can take comfort in knowing that the God that we serve is a righteous judge and he will rule righteously. He sees and he knows all the iniquity that befalls us. So we can take comfort in knowing that he will judge the world and the people with it to be a judgment to the people in uprightness. Nine says, the Lord will also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. A place for us to run into, to seek comfort, a refuge. Uh, you can consider that the temple, the place of worship. You consider that wherever there will be a refuge. God will provide his people a refuge, a sanctuary, a place of comfort, uh, a place for the oppressed to run into in times of trouble. And 10 says, and they that know thy name will put thy trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. Amen. In times of trouble, when you don't know where your next meal is coming from, when friends have departed, 
God is a consistent refuge. Hey, he will, they that know his name, he will put their, they will put their trust in him. Because why? He has provided for them. Even in the midst of your calamity, even in the midst of uh, all that's going on in a divided country, in a divided world, uh, when it seems like uh, there's trouble on every hand, our God is consistent. Our God is everlasting. And he is always there. And we can put our trust in him. For he has not forsaken them that seek thee. 11 says, sings praises to the Lord, which dwell in Zion, declare amongst the people his doing. Sing praises to him who has brought you out of darkness and into and, and his marvelous light. Sing praises to him who has uh, healed your body from sicknesses and diseases. Sing praises to him when your enemy uh, counted you out and when all hope looked like it was lost. But at the end, you became you came out victorious. Uh, sing praises unto him who is able to give you peace in the midst of the storm. Sing praises unto him which dwell in Zion amongst the people and, and let the people among his people know of his doings. Hallelujah. That's a testimony. When we stand up in church and give a testimony, we are testifying to the goodness of God and what God has done for us and how he has brought us when we couldn't bring ourselves, when we couldn't keep ourselves. He is the same God that brought us through and was able to deliver us from our calamity. Our last verse says, he, when he maketh inquisition for blood, he remembers them. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. When he makes inquisition or when he looks into or when he inquires about uh, a, a situations uh, that you have encountered, when blood was shed, innocent blood was shed, God is looking into, he's investigating, he's inquiring into. He remembers your plight. Uh, when you feel like you're lost and if, when it feels in those quiet times when uh, you're praying to God and there seems not to be a change in your situation. Uh, we have been in a uh, COVID pandemic for the last almost two and a half years, seems like uh, two years, going on two years. And we've been praying and it seems like uh, nothing has happened. We can rejoice in the fact that uh, if you've come through on the other side, uh, and if, he, if you still have breath in your body and you're still capable of breathing, we ought to be saying hallelujah unto him who has brought us uh, through to even up to this time in this period. Uh, we, uh, we're still dealing with uncertainties in our economy, our government, uh, uncertainties in our government. But lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Uh, keep your trust in God uh, when all hope seems to be lost. Keep your trust in him when, uh, when, when all things seems to be uh, in an upheaval. Keep your trust in him because he remembered, he remembered them that are going through. He forgetteth not the cry of the humble. Remain humble and seek God. Uh, remain humble. Uh, the meek, it says, shall inherit the earth. And that meekness is not a sign of weakness, but it is a symbol of trust in him who is able 
and who in him who is strong. Amen. It's a wonderful lesson. This is a wonderful lesson. In a ball of confusion, we are able to still keep our eyes stayed and focused on him who's able to keep us from all hurt, harm, and danger. He, uh, we keep our eyes focused on him who's able to deliver us even in our affliction. Uh, that is the kind of God we serve. He, he does not, uh, he does not, uh, when we got to, when we go through in this life, because life can be hard, there's a lot of things that happens in this life, but when we go through this life, we can understand and know for a surety that God is with us. We're standing on the promises of God where he said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you, and I will be with you even unto death. To the ends of the world, I'll be with you even unto death. Hey, this is the end of our lesson today. We thank God for this lesson six uh, titled A Ball of Confusion. Out of a mix of confusion, see the author of confusion is the enemy, Satan. But our God, our God is able to bring us through. This is Christ in you, the hope of glory. You be blessed. In my soul, there is a song I sing to you, God, my Savior. You are the one I adore. I'll sing your praises
bless your heart.